spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Oh, it's Gatos. There's Becky Lynn. No Chad Benson today. We got Bruce St. James, everybody. Thanks for having me in. Great to have you in, my friend. Uh, so last hour, Kirsten Cinema, the newest member of the Independent Party, joined us. You'll hear some of that interview coming up in about an hour. Very interesting uh, stuff as she sat down with us in studio. Uh, we can have a civil discussion too, right? In this day and age, it seems very, very difficult when it comes around politics to have civil discussions. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Becky Lynn will attest to this. What? Not a lot of civil discussions during the midterms. No, that's. I mean, you know, it was you, rough. You have Mark Fincham on. It's hard to have any type of a civil discussion with him. You know, well, it really is tough. Uh, and so, you know, uh, but yeah, cinema. Listen, at least she's working on stuff. We'll find out we'll if find that out. translates to votes. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we'll find out. So on election day, we had a, a snafu, if you will, kerfuffle, a kerfuffle, if you will. The printers, uh, it wasn't really. Yeah, it was the printers that failed. Everybody said, "Well, it's tabulation machines." I tried to put put my ballot in, and it didn't work. It must be the tabulation machine. It's not necessarily it. It was the uh, printers uh, that failed in Maricopa County, and apparently, we know why. <sighs> now, I don't know why, but our I next guest why. does. Uh, Jen Fifield is joining us on KTAR, reporter for uh, Vote Beat. If you remember, Jen was uh, covering all that uh, the fiasco with the ninjas. Oh and, like, yeah, she was uh, like the aficionado on the uh, pen gate. What there was is it? no bigger uh, expert on pens. <laughs> uh, what was it? Sharpie gate. Sharpie gate. Okay. Hey, okay. Jen, how are you today? Hi. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. So tell us, uh, you have the answer. The printers failed. Why did the printers fail on election day? What it, have you discovered? It was a conspiracy, right, it Jen? You're here to tell us. It was a conspiracy. And hold on, let me get my tinfoil out. Oh, geez. I'm not going to say it was a conspiracy. Oh. I'm going to say this was a very technical problem. You guys are talking about pens. Now let's switch to talk about paper, okay? Okay. The, and we, we don't know for sure, right? I did an analysis looking at the the manual for the printers. That's how far I went. And talking to technical experts about what could have happened. The hypothesis is this had to do with the thickness of the ballot paper, the fact that it had to print on both sides, and the fuser that heats the paper wasn't getting hot enough to actually put the ink on the toner onto the ballot. Did you say the so fuser that, that what? Yes. The, the fuser, <laughs> very, like I said, very technical, not made for radio, but we're talking about a fuser that it heats toner okay. onto paper. Wasn't getting hot enough, so the toner wasn't sticking well enough. It was coming off in the machines. It wasn't being it wasn't being printed dark enough. And so when you put the ballot into the machine, it wasn't recognizing the ballot as as what it needed to see. So it was spitting it back out. This happened thousands across the country. And you know, the question now is was it because this fuser was old? Was it because uh, the pa- paper was too thick? Um, what, you know, why is it exactly yeah. that it wasn't working well? There's a lot of different reasons, but, you know, we'll see what the county investigate says at the end of their investigation. Jen, Jen Feinfeld, reporter for Vote Beat on what went wrong. You have a, a, a piece up called Too Big a Too Big of a Job, Why Maricopa County's Ballot Printers Failed on Election Day. Well, I can only assume, Jen, being that Maricopa County must have cutting edge printers as well. These are the latest in technology, right? 
I wouldn't say that. Uh, you can get them on Amazon. You would get them at Walmart. But they are what election administrators use. That's a very interesting thing. Ballots are really precise, and you have to have really high-quality prints. And yet there's no such thing as a ballot printer. So you're, you're really just taking an off-the-shelf printer and retrofitting it for printers, testing it a lot, re- retrofitting it for ballots, testing it a lot, and, and really just uh, making sure that testing shows that it works, works before the election. Deals are running down to Staples when there's a two-for-one sale and buying printers. Oh, you can't do that Pretty for much. an election. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so the printers, uh, there was a fuser. And it didn't uh, heat the toner, and the paper may have been too thick, and that's why it was spitted out of the tabulators. I've got another theory, Jen. Hold on, I'm getting my my tinfoil hat this ready. This is Keep my going. conspiracy. I'm ready. Hold on, I'm gonna. This is good. Put a point on this one. All right, let's see if Jen shoots it down because this is my conspiracy. Um, you know, a lot of Republicans wanted to use their own pen. I got hundreds of emails. From Republicans who say, I don't trust, uh, I don't trust these guys. I'm using my own pen. What do you think you're using like, uh, disappearing ink pens? No, just not the pen that they provided for you. There's a reason that the Maricopa County Board provided certain types of pens. Hmm. And so I had some, I also had many friends that said, listen, I brought my own pen. Brought my own pen. And I said, here's the deal. I think the, I think the people that brought their own pen, these, this is why we have the problems. Uh, trust. It was a trust issue. Jen, is that horse crap or is that, what do you think? No, it's not horse crap at all. The, the pens are, again, these are really sensitive scanners. So if you're using a slow drying ink when you're filling out your ballot on the spot and then that's getting put into this tabulator and it's maybe gumming up the machine even more, that could have really p- played a part in. And the experts said that too. So no, you're not, no tinfoil hat here. <laughs> it's like when you go take SAT, you got to use a number two pencil, right? Yeah, exactly. You bring, you bring a pencil that's not number two, you might fail the SATs. Hey, can I tell you guys a quick, funny SAT story? Please. I was so bad at the SATs that I took a class on it. Oh, yeah. They said, Larry, you're so bad at the SATs. Just answer what you can in the first 21 questions. And I'm like, there's like 300 questions. They go, no, 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 no. Just go down 21. Don't go past it. You're you're awful at this. That was the strategy to like, yeah, I know. How weird is that? It was an actual strategy to get at least a certain number of points. And here you are today. And here I am today. (laughs) Anyway. Wow. Yeah, because they count off if you miss them on the SAT, right? Yeah, like if you don't. If you don't answer, they, if, they don't count it against. They you. didn't count against you, so they said you're so dumb. <laughs> Listen, just answer what you can in the first 21. <laughs> anyway, Gen Five here is joining us, uh, who no doubt did fantastic on her SATs. Hey, what did you get on your SATs, oh, I can't Jen? Imagine. I'm ready. Let's see. What'd what you get on your SATs? Yeah, what'd you get? Let's have that no, battle. I was like the most average of average. I, I was terrible at test taking. Okay, SATs right. mean nothing. They, nothing. Mm, yes. yes, nothing. That sounds like someone who didn't do well. On it. Okay, that's. <laughs> Sounds like something they would say. I'm trying to make it seem like they're not important because I didn't do well. Jen Fifield is a reporter at Vote Beach. She's figured out why the printers failed. You got anything else for her, Bruce? I, I feel like I feel pretty good here. Well, I, I was going to say, you know, obviously, Jen, you mentioned you touched on the fact that they are investigating this more because of all of the rumors, accusations, uh, ballot fraud, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, are they going to get to the bottom of this? Do you feel confident that the people looking into this are going to come up with a definitive answer? Yes, and I don't know why they haven't yet. So that's the other thing. They're waiting. I, I think they were waiting until the election. Uh, the results were out, and uh, I think we will find out. But again, you know, this didn't 
uh, voters were given a backup plan here. So it's it's not like all of these ballots just went into the bits. They were counted. And so, you know, they are trying to figure it out. But and I'm sure they will, at least for the next election. Yeah. Okay. Jen, did you have to have a glass of wine every night covering the ninjas (laughs) like that fiasco? Covering the ninjas? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Multiple glasses or what? one? <laughs> I tried to I tried to maintain I Limit cannot yourself. be drunk and cover the story. Let's okay. Just say that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just checking. All right. Hey Jen, uh thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, Jen Fifield reporter for a uh, Vote Beat. She's been really good. Uh you follow on Twitter. She's yeah. been really good on this stuff. Uh, you know, her, her election stuff is spot on. And, you know, for somebody to but do it's all this. It's nonpartisan. It's not, yeah. she's not coming yeah. at it from one side or the other. And you can go to their, their website, yeah. votebeat.org. Yeah. Yeah. She was on it with the ninjas. Then we had, uh, Sharpie Gate. And now we've got, now we've got the paper. Well, printer. Problem. You got to come up with something for the printers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe they just use the same old printers that we would Literally. have at home. Oh, she in her Which article, are always torn up. The printer never it works. It never works. She actually linked in here to the user manual for OKI. Is it Oki printer? OKI? I don't know. That's what they were using. And she has the user manual link in there, which talks about the specific paper you're supposed to be using in it, which they weren't. The fuser that heats the toner wasn't heating the toner. And it goes back to somebody didn't read the directions. At the front. Somebody did not read the directions. Yeah. Yeah, probably a guy. We throw those out yeah. right away, right? We plug it in. We'll figure it out. Right, Gatos? There's no doubt about it. You don't need directions. By the way, I had about a f- uh, 1530 on my SAT. You didn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just throwing it out there. 1600's the top. Is that right? I'm just thinking. Was th- Is that right? Holy crap. 1600's 1530? Yeah. Bruce? Yeah. I mean, and I went to U of A. Go figure that out. I'm embarrassed. I wouldn't even say oh I didn't even take so the SAT. I yeah. take the ACT. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. Oh. I got a perfect score on the math section. Really? Oh. And I did so bad in the others that it all came out in the wash. <laughs> See, I was perfect on the on the English one, and I managed to just fake my way through math enough. Between the two of us, we've got a pretty good... I'm going to tell you. Jeez, I can't believe you got 1,500. Yeah. That's insane. 1530. Let's not leave out that 30. I mean, whoa. 1530. Yeah. I'm not even going to say what I got. I'm so embarrassed. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right. uh, Go to KTAR.com, right side of the page. Here's my cue for the day. If if you were President Biden, would you have swapped Brittany Griner for Victor Boot? Yes, no, not sure. Uh, I'm going to guess that this is going to be lopsided like yesterday. 72% say no. Really? Yeah, I think a lot of people are worried that that is one bad dude. uh, And uh, we gave him back to Putin. And that is always dangerous. I mean, this guy's an arms dealer. He can, you know, he could still get in there and do damage and kill other people. Uh, But pulling aside. Yeah. I got to believe that when he got locked up, it wasn't like arms dealing went away. Some other guy showed up. Uh, You're right. Awesome gig. Yeah. Yeah, Now he just has competition. Yeah. It's not like the world ran out of guns. I wonder if we change the question. Okay. Um, There is uh, certainly a gentleman who's a former Marine, Mm -hmm. and he is, is sitting in a Russian prison right now. If I asked everybody, okay, Victor Boot for... The gentleman, Paul Whelan, Paul Whelan, who's sitting in in prison for almost four years. Would you make that deal? I don't know what the answer would be. I think it would change. I think it would change. Not for all the right reasons, but it would change. Yeah. 
So I didn't know anything about this Paul Wheeling guy. Okay. And I was curious. When well, you hear Marine, ex-Marine, Russian prison, you're like, what, what the hell's going on? What happened? This guy got snatched off a battlefield somewhere? Like, what? what, what how are the Ruskies doing this? When you learn more about Paul Whelan, I would argue there are more questions than answers. Okay. Can I give you a couple for instances? Um, he, he was arrested in Moscow in 2018. He's been being held since then, so quite, quite a long time, right? He's 52 years old. Um, he was kicked out of the Marines. He got a dishonorable discharge and was convicted of larceny, stealing, while in the Marines. So dishonorable discharge. That's why he's not referred to as a veteran. Did you know That's that? Interesting. If you have a dishonorable, I read allowed, the, it, right? it, yeah, Okay, so um, he was in Russia. He said working for a auto parts manufacturer. He was in Russia working for auto parts. Yeah, uh, selling, representing auto parts. Okay. Uh, you mean that's Bosch when he got picked up? That, that's when he, he, got he was working, yeah, yeah. He was he was he was working for, yeah. I was saying Bosch. Does that sound right? That yeah. Auto parts, yeah. So um, the Ruskies picked him up, and he had a flash drive on his persons. The flash drive, uh, Borg Warner. I apologize. He's working for Borg Warner. The flash drive, according to the Russians, had state secrets on it. He says. He thought it was wedding pictures and that a guy had just given him his wedding pictures. That doesn't seem above board right there. Doesn't uh, that's seem a like little, you can make a mistake like I was that. like, uh, like by accident, I got the wedding picture. Oh, no, I got state secrets instead. Um, they, they, pl- they pled his attorneys like, yeah, it was his flash drive, but it, that wasn't his stuff on the flash drive, basically. So dishonorably discharged. Right. Maybe he was he spying for the United States or was he spying like that corporate espionage? You know, was he was he spying for a car manufacturer or did he legitimately think he was getting wedding pictures on a flash drive and ended up with Russian state secrets? instead? I can't imagine that's the case. But Does that change how you No, you got to get him out. You still have to get him out. Listen, for, for some people who didn't want to make that deal, Brittany Griner for uh, boot. Brittany Griner's an American. You get Americans yeah, out. I agree. Everybody that's an American that is behind bars in Russia, you get them out. You figure a way to get them out. I would have made the deal. I absolutely would have made this deal. Is it a good deal? Not really. Is it fair? Not really. But well, you got to get an American well, out. We wanted her more than they wanted Victor Boot. Probably. So the yeah. leverage was on the Russian side. Yeah. An American right? is an American. And so we should get that guy out, too. So let me throw this in there. Yeah. According to the State Department. Because I'm the kind of guy that Google stuff like this. Oh, goodness. I'm glad somebody does. There are still over 50 Americans being held in jails all over the world under what we say are dubious circumstances. No doubt. I have a problem with people that pretend to care only about the one that was released or the other one that wasn't released while ignoring the other 50. Yeah. And maybe Brittany Griner, her, her life is all going to be about... You know, putting the spotlight on those people. Maybe. I mean, her wife did that would say certainly that yesterday. be a good thing if she went it and be, be. was a real advocate for being it would be good. Americans being held unjustly in jails around the world. No doubt. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR on air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now.
It's 3.30, and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. With those headlines, here's Becky Lynn. KTAR, breaking news alert. Just made it official with a party registration change this morning. Arizona Senator Kirsten Sinema says her constituents can expect her to be the senator she's always been. Now that she is a registered independent, not a Democrat any longer. KTAR's Heidi Hommel is live in the News Center with more on the story. That's right, Becky. In an exclusive interview with KTAR's Gatos and Chad show, she called it business as usual. Nothing's going to change about how I do my work in Washington, D.C. I'm still going to show up to work every single day focused on solving problems. Cinema went on to list several bipartisan measures she's worked on this year, including infrastructure, the gun violence prevention bill, the Chips and Science bill, and the Marriage Equality Act. Reporting live in the News Center, Heidi Hommel, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. All right, Bruce is in for Chad. Uh, she's a maverick. Ooh, she is. Here's a word. She does. She does. Uh, she doesn't like to be told what to do. She is a free thinker, and that's what I've always liked about Kirsten Cinema. And now she is an independent. Uh, I think she's going to vote for stuff on the left and stuff on the right, and she's already been doing that. So it's just kind of a new address. But it's she's the same person, I think. I don't I don't disagree with that. But and nothing matters after my, uh, I do think this sets her up politically much better in the future, especially in a state like Arizona, knowing that her only real competition would be from other Democrats. Okay, so uh, the next Senate race is in twenty four. Yep. Okay, she'll run as an independent. Yep. The Republicans will put someone up. Democrats might not run somebody against her. All right, we're holding yeah. up the headlines. Now, as an independent, Cinema faces a much different process to run for re-election in 2024. Valley election lawyer and former state elections director Eric Spencer explains that in order to get her name on the ballot... The senator will need to get probably closer to 45,000 signatures from Arizonans, as opposed to the roughly seven or 8,000 she would have needed if she was running as a Democrat in 2024. He says the signatures can come from any registered voter and they aren't bound by party. Cinema also gets to skip the primary and go directly to the general election. All right, so you talked about, Bruce, she gets to skip the primary. She doesn't have to worry about another Democrat who's much further left than she is. Doesn't have to spend money on it. And again, in the primaries, who wins the primaries? The fringe. Mm-hmm. Is she the fringe? Nope. No. Is Ruben Gallego? Yes. Is Carrie Lake? Yes. How did they all do? Ouch. I'm just saying. Yeah. The fringe will get through the primary. The loudest people. Ask Abe Froman at Hamaday. Ask ask Mark Fincham. These guys were very far right. Okay, they got through the primary. Guess what? They didn't win the election. Ask Suzanne Yee. No, that's true. Republican. Yeah. Wasn't crazy. No, she wasn't crazy. One in a landslide. Hold up the headlines. (laughs) Senator Cinema becoming an independent changes how a political re-election run could go. The primary speculation is she runs as an independent and tends to split the vote. If that happened, in all probability, it elects a Republican. However, mm. KTAR political analyst Mike O'Neill also thinks her chances would have been slim running for her former party. I think she had no chance of winning a Democratic primary. Everything I've ever seen, she lose against any Democrat in the state. O'Neill adds, based on her record, he is not surprised by her switch. Wow. So O'Neill thinks that she would have gotten crushed by, let's just say, a Ruben Gallego, who's a congressman. Or Greg Stanton, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we always said she is a shrewd politician. Everything she does, she does for a reason. And there's a reason that today she's not a Democrat. She's an independent. And she's looking at the next race and she's like, could I win 2024 as a Democrat? No. Can I win as an independent? Yes. Think so. Interesting. Yeah. Holding up the headlines. KTAR. Breaking news alert. This just into the KTAR newsroom. Arizona now has its first official election contest lawsuit from the 2022 midterm election. Trump-backed Republican candidate for Attorney General Abe Hamaday and the Republican National Committee have filed this suit, claiming that Maricopa County, quote, faced unprecedented and unacceptable issues on Election Day. Hamaday's race is currently undergoing a recount after he lost to Democrat Chris Mays by just 511 votes. Once again, the RNC and the GOP Attorney General candidate Abe Hamaday have filed the first election contest lawsuit following the midterm election. We'll have more on this breaking news, plus exclusive coverage of Senator Sinema's big announcement coming up in less than 15 minutes. And remember, you can get breaking news notifications right on your phone. Download the KTAR News app, and there's always more at KTAR.com. Didn't Abe already put up a lawsuit? Yes. Yeah, that's what they got thrown out. Yeah, because he doesn't know the law. Well, he was arguing the results of the election before they'd been certified. He only wanted to be Arizona's <laughs> attorney general. Ouch. Right? And he doesn't even know the law. I'll just put... So his first lawsuit was... Tossed. Tossed. And now he's got to say... I just say, listen, go away, dude. Ouch. I don't really want to hear from anybody who's got a lawsuit. I, for me, uh, your noise. I want to talk about noise. But they have to do that. They're, they're, they're pandering to their base. They're pandering, pandering the people that gave them money saying, I'm going to fight till the very, very end, regardless yeah, then, of how many votes I lost by. Yeah, I mean, Fincham every day and Lake every day, they're asking for money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you want to give if them money. If you go away, you can't, you, you can't keep asking for money. Yeah. I mean, if, if there are people, if some of you people out there want to give them money, <laughs> hey, I don't know what you're thinking, but go ahead and do it. Yeah, I don't care. yourself out. Yeah, if you really, or you just flush your money down the toilet, it's the same thing. All right, that is holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Uh, Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, coming up uh, at 4.05, you're going to hear a portion of the uh, in-studio exclusive interview with uh, the newest member of the Independent Party, uh, Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema. So she joined us at 2 in studio, uh, and you're going to hear a portion of that coming up at 4. All right, our buddy Bruce St. James is in for Chad. Thanks um, for having me today. Yeah, thanks for coming in. So Cinema pulled the pin on a grenade. Ooh. I mean, that's the only way I came up with that myself. Did you, did you like how that sounds? You know, right? So let's explain that. What is it really? What does that mean? Yes, did she shock the, shock everybody? Sure. Are Democratic voters here in Arizona, some of them ticked? You left my party? Yes. But if you look at um, the next time she wants to get reelected, mm-hmm. it's 2024. 2024. All right. That's when she's up. If she runs as a Democrat... Means by the way, we have to start running next year. I know, right? It's so ridiculous, right? You, yeah. If she runs as a Democrat, got it. She will run against someone that is very far left. Certainly more than she is. Way more. And because whether you like her or not, it's tough to argue she's not pretty much closer to the center. At least when you're looking on the political spectrum. If you're close to the center, do you get through primaries in Arizona? You no, might not. You don't. Ask Karen, Karen Taylor, Taylor Robson. Robson. Right. Pretty close to center. 
Yeah, I mean, she's definitely a Republican. Republican, She's definitely conservative. Sure. But so so think about why cinema really did this. Okay, she's looking forward to 2024. Uh, She wants to get reelected. She won't say it, but of course, that's what she wants. She runs against a far left Democrat. She's out in the primary and done. So here's what she's done. She changed her party. She's now an independent. Uh, You know, the largest voting base in Maricopa County, independent. And so she skips the primary. She doesn't have to go through the primary. She goes, you get muddy. You get, we always hear about the, you get beat up in the primary as well. You, you're forced to defend things, and you basically are giving ammunition to the other side if you make it through. Yeah. So she goes. Spend a lot of money. She goes right through to the general. Okay. She doesn't have to spend any money. Nope. If she doesn't want to, uh, right through to the general election. All right. Who will she face? Certainly a Republican. Yes. The hundred percent. You think there's going to be a Democrat? Do you think it's going to be a three-way race? Because what happens, Bruce, if there's a three-way race between Cinema the Independent, a Republican, and a Democrat? We in Arizona are a little different than Georgia. Yes. So we would not have a runoff. Whoever got the most votes would win. And presumably, if a Democrat and Cinema ran on the same ticket against a Republican, you would have at least Republican slash conservatives coalesce around that candidate and you would split the rest of the vote, probably meaning that a Republican could win a Senate seat in would Arizona win. with like 40% of the vote. I think would win. Would. Okay. Fair I, I, I mean, I, really. I, 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 well, maybe that's the only way a Republican can win these days. <laughs> with 40% yeah. of the vote. Well, no, uh, like you, you, you have yeah, to have, you have, to have a third, you have to have a spoiler. Because coming in 2024, uh, Republican candidates better be better than the last batch. You really going to hold your breath on that? Uh, I am I am hopeful that they're better. Yeah. Okay. I hope they're not election deniers. And we need a good Republican Party. Um, and we didn't have any good candidates. I don't no, disagree. I don't think there are any good candidates. Ruben Gallego, congressman. No, I don't like him. Fair enough. Not a fan. Sent out. Nothing personal, but. Uh, sent out an email this morning. Oh, because he wants the Senate seat. Ruben Gallego here, humbly asking you to donate to my campaign. Yes, I'm thinking of running for Senate. Good luck. He wrote and took on uh, Senator Cinema's comments. Uh, I have never backed down from fighting for Arizonans. The words of Ruben Gallego, Congressman right. Gallego. I'm not trying to demote him. Right. Unfortunately, Senator Cinema is once again putting our own interests ahead of getting things done for Arizonans. Senator Cinema may now be registered as an independent, but she's shown she answers to corporations and billionaires, not Arizonans. Uh, Gallego, were you in on the gun legislation that passed after the last big shooting? Uh, no. Cinema was. Are you working on anything about immigration? Are you are you working on Title Forty Two? Are you working on Dreamers uh, getting citizenship? Are you working on border security? No, you're not. Uh, what you're doing is begging for money. Cinema is working on that kind of stuff. Congressman Gallego finished his little note with: "Cinema just made our jobs easier by bowing out of a Democratic primary she knew she couldn't win. Now we'll beat her in the general election with a real Democrat, Ruben Gallego." Uh, he's half right. I don't know if she would have uh, if she would have won the Democratic primary because fringe wins in the primaries. In the primary, Sad, sadly yeah. enough, fringe. on both sides. On both sides. Both sides. Yes. Uh, it is interesting because you used the term "pull the pin on the grenade." Because yeah. here's what I think the threat it's the term is. Term I came up with. Well, you're, you're brilliant. For it's, it. it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine Senator Cinema pulling the pin on the grenade, and holding it in her hand. Yeah. And standing in front of the Democrats going, 
Here's two things that are going to happen. <laughs> right. I know where you're going. Yeah. Either you guys get behind me right. as an independent and we beat whoever the Republicans put forward. Because I'll vote with you some of the time and probably yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. And I caucus with the Democrats. Right. Or or I drop the grenade. I, I, I let it fall on the floor. Yeah. You run a Democrat, Gallego, Stanton, whoever. Three way. We both blow up and a Republican wins the seat. That's the threat, right? Yeah, if the Democrats That's the threat. if the Democrats run someone, the Republicans are going to get a seat in Arizona. Correct. It is uh it's it's a precarious situation that Cinema has put her former party in. Got to hold she's, on to that grenade. Hold she's it basically said, "I'm running." Yeah. Not with you. But if you put up an opponent, you're we gonna, all go we down. all go down. We're all going down together. Pretty brilliant. <laughs> uh, she she is interesting. She's a smart lady.